Of course, I have always thought it well to be cheerful if you possibly could, to be brave in the face of disaster, and to smile instead of cry when hurt. That was just a sort of Pollyanna philosophy, and it was pretty good in fair weather. And I spent a great deal of time waiting for the day when everything would be just right, and I could always be light-hearted and contented. But I didn't know then what I found out later, that right thinking is a power, the power with which you tune into God, and that it can actually change conditions of every kind, no matter how serious and complicated they may seem to be. They may not be changed in exactly the way we plan, but they will be changed in the way that will be best for us, best for everybody concerned. And with this right thinking, there comes from the same divine source the wisdom and ability to maintain our poise and happiness under all circumstances, and the courage to look ahead with expectancy of good. The other day a young girl came to see me. She said, Mary, I'm licked. I'm in a lot of trouble, and I can't see any way out. You have some sort of system that keeps you happy even when outside things are wrong. Would it help me? I'm desperate. I told her it would help anyone who would try it. And then she said rather doubtfully, You know, I'm not religious, Mary. I really don't believe in God. And I said, I wasn't religious either. And I used to hate what I thought God was. Then I told her about a time when I was quite a little girl and my mother found me sitting under a lamppost, talking heatedly to myself. What are you doing, darling? she called casually. I'm hating God, I said emphatically. Well, of course, my mother, who was a devout Christian, was horrified. But even she couldn't alter my youthful opinion that God was a pretty mean old fellow, mean and spiteful. He would, I had been informed, be very angry if he found out that I loved my mother better than I did him. He would also punish me for a number of things which didn't seem to me very important. More than that, it was my firm conviction that he treated lots of good people very badly. One of my little playmates died suddenly, bringing bitter grief and sorrow to her devoted mother, her brothers and sisters, and the entire neighborhood. People told me that it was God's will. I rebelled. I made up my mind that as far as I was concerned, I wouldn't be a hypocrite and pretend to love such a God. I didn't want anything to do with him. I didn't like the way he did things. Lots of people still feel that way, I imagine, especially young people. But since then, many things have happened in my experience. I have known great happiness. I have known equally great unhappiness. Most of the material things that people daydream about I have had in abundance. But success and fame, wealth and innumerable good friends all over the world can be of little help at a time when trouble strikes into the affections or sorrow and worry and despair sweep over one like a wet black fog obscuring everything. How true it is that what looks like the end of the road in our personal experience is only the turn in the road, the beginning of a new and more beautiful journey.